Welcome to a throwback episode of the Zomcast. You're about to listen to an episode from season one of the Zomcast. This aired under its original title, The Walking Dead Zomcast. And as we all know, we are not affiliated with AMC, Skybound, Image, or The Walking Dead. These episodes are unofficial recap episodes hosted by fans of the comic book and television show. The Zomcast was created by Matthew Herb, Nicholas Reed, and Kevin M. Gallagher Jr. in 2010 and is a Crude Humor Studios production. This episode originally aired live on November 22nd, 2010 and was available as a download on November 23rd, 2010. The Zomcast is part of the That's Entertainment Podcast Network. Check out our other shows on thatentertains.com slash network. To the Walking Dead Zomcast. I'm Steel Tip. I'm Matthew. I am Nicholas. And uh, we're here to talk about The Walking Dead and all things comic and zombie related. We're talking about poop today? Poop. I didn't prepare for that. I have to go on Wikipedia. <laughs> Hold on. Did you separate your gummy bears? Yes. What? Separate by color. It's a little uh, The reds are the best. I like to eat the red. Let's talk about zombies. <laughs> Just get right into it. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at twitter.com backslash WDZomcast. And uh, make sure you're anti-steel tip. That's that's not fun. It's like your anti-hero. It's a bizarro steel tip. Bizarro steel tip. Twitter.com backslash WDZomcast. It's Z-O-M-B-C-A-S-T. And you can also find us on Facebook.com backslash Zomcast. Uh, you can give a call, not live, probably not until this series finale, season finale. Yeah, not well. Yes, we do. They're they're kind fans. They love us, except for <laughs> except for anti steel tip. Thank you. So basically, what we're saying is, girls, call the show. <laughs> okay, at two one five eight seven four zero three six seven. Allowed to call too. <laughs> I didn't know Jordan was around. <laughs> Zing! You can uh, also. I, I, also think, <laughs> I think I think that's all our all our things that you can find us on, right? Twitter, okay. Facebook, the internet. Group, uh, group wise, yes. Yes, group wise. You can also find us on our our, our homepage at hhwst.net. But uh, so anything interesting? Zombie related <laughs> this week, yeah. yeah. Attacked by four zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I worked on Friday night, saw a lot of zombies, but they were all seeing Harry Potter. Uh, mm. Did uh, have you seen that flick yet? Negative. I haven't seen it either. I want to. I haven't seen it yet either. And I was gonna go like just opening weekend. I would like to see it. It's just there was just too many people. Too many. Yeah, I feel I might go when it's it's gonna be busy for at least another week or so. Yeah. Go I'll, I'll go in the middle of the day on one of my off days. 
<laughs> Alone? Maybe. So. There's nothing wrong with going to There's the movies. There's a lot wrong about going to the movies by yourself. What if I'm there to critique it for that's entertainment? It doesn't even make sense. I'm going to go to this movie by myself. That means you just don't have friends. I've gone to exactly one movie by myself in my life. Yeah? Well, one. one. Saw well, Hellboy 2 right after I got out of the hospital. What about when uh, the day and I was bored? I used to travel for work all the time, so and I worked overnight, so I was bored around like two o'clock in the afternoon. Didn't have work till eight. I'm a 25 year old man, and I'm quite proud of the fact that I've never had to go to a movie by myself. But I'm like I'm out of town. I don't know anyone there. What am I supposed to do? Can I get a Craigslist? Get a hooker. <laughs> hey, hooker. Hey, I'll buy you this ticket to Gummy Bears. <laughs> so basically, I'm supposed to go to Craigslist or find a hooker to go to the movie with when I'm out of town, is what you're saying. Yep. We don't have headphones today because somebody forgot the power adapter there for the headphones. So any, you know, adjustments in the words and, like, our talking would be graciously appreciated. <laughs> basically, what you're saying is... I think is you should turn Matt back down because <laughs> you know he's just going to be louder than both of us because he has no mic control. Well, most of me is important. Most of what I say is the most important, so therefore, no, I need to be louder than all of you. It's because you don't know how to speak into a mic, so you eat it like it's a giant big cock. It's a big robot dick. Mmm, robo dick. Matthew loves robot We actually, oddly enough, on Happy Hour this past Saturday, Saturday, I was talking about how I suck robot dick. Yeah, you do. <laughs> mm. Anybody who knows who me and Nick are thinks that's funny. I had an observation, <laughs> this is completely unrelated, I had an observation while I was driving here today. You know the doctor... Doctor like Doctor Who, Who? Doctor. the Doctor. You know he essentially drives a time-space raped van. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, you, you know, know hot, hey, hot redheaded Scottish girl, come into my space-time vehicle, which has no windows you can see out. So of. basically, you're calling it the Bang Tardis. Yes, this is the Bang Tardis. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Why hasn't anybody made that movie? I'm sure they have. It's just not been publicized. No, before. trust me, I've looked. Uh, just so you guys know, I'm not the only one that likes to suck robot dick. Apparently, Jenna, Jen, Jen. Wants to suck a robot dick as well. <laughs> Do you mean like actual robots? Because, <laughs> I mean, me and Nick are in this band, right? It could be arranged. I don't know how, I mean, how happy some people would be about it. <laughs> We're in this band. Called Robots and Race Cars. And that's what I was laughing about when I said that Phil Tip sucks robot dick. Uh, Basically, what, what Matt's saying is he wants you to get up on him. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Yeah, I don't think you want to say that right now. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I mean... Wait until, wait until Sarah <laughs> leaves the room. <laughs> well. <laughs> when you say you're, <laughs> specifically, who are you talking about? <laughs> the ball guy. The entire section of the podcast is solely for people watching live. Yes. That's what happens when you do a live show. It turns into, like, you, this is why you tune in live. Anyway, <laughs> zombies. <laughs> my, my dad, I was talking to my dad on the phone earlier, and he's like, so what are you doing tonight? I'm going to go record a podcast. Oh, what's it about? Can I listen to it? I'm like, ah, oh, you probably really don't want to. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably best not to. We're talking about The Walking Dead, and it's me and Matthew, and it's dude Kev, you don't know, and we're going to be very rude. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. all right, yeah, I probably won't then. Anyway, we don't censor ourselves. I think we should probably get into the show. It's been six minutes of dick talk, so. <laughs> dick, dick, dick. Ooh. Um, apparently I got Your gain needs to go up. Leave me where I am. I like being where I am. It's Santora, isn't it? Yes, yes, that is Santora. See, he's doing good. Santora is my my producer. He's doing a good job. All right, me, I know me and Matthew are fine now, mm. according to my levels here. I'm always fine. <laughs> I don't. Zombies. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's do it. So, uh, The Walking Dead, episode four. 
Vatos. Vatos. Before we get into the Quattos. TV show, Vatos. Before we get into the TV show, let's uh, let's update everyone on on where we are in the comics. Nicholas is pretty much caught up to where it's written to. There is, I think, a trade coming out this week that will that my friend's going to get it, and then I will read it, and I will be caught up to where the comics are right now. Oh. Uh, Matthew is still far, far I'm, behind. I'm lagging. I'm totally lagging. I only read on my lunch break, but uh, motherfucking Carol. Can we talk about this? Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, Dude, she gets that. all ominous. It's like, hey, if, if I were to die, Lori, would you would you watch Sophia, which is my, like, what, eight-year-old daughter? Would it's you watch her? Like, eight to ten-year-old daughter? Because um, I'm going to go feed my goddamn self to a zombie right now. Mm. What the fuck was that? I got really upset. Like really upset. That she committed suicide. Yeah, like really upset. Yeah, like who yeah, the fuck yeah. does that? And that was the, the that way though. Like there's yeah. if you're gonna go, like I can think of a thousand better ways to go than getting eaten alive by a zombie that's tied up in the courtyard. Yeah, the um, that that's one of the many what the fuck moments. Well, not many. Maybe Nick, you, Nicholas, you you've seen or read, I should say, the the fourth book. How many what the fuck moments are in that book? A lot. I would minimum three, and at least three. There's a lot more. You know the other two I'm talking yeah. of. I was gonna say I keep waiting. For, I'm waiting to get the text message from Matthew going, "Oh, what the fuck, man!" It's gonna be any day now. Yes. Any day now, I'm gonna hit that. What the fuck moment? Yeah. And I'm, my answer will be like, "I know, right? <laughs> I know, right?" <laughs> so yeah, I'm waiting. I can't wait to your your call there because I'm always obviously usually a book ahead of you because like you're, you're just bumming them for me. Uh, I'm on book. I finished book five, and uh, <clears throat> without giving anything away for Matthew here, uh, and me and Nicholas kind of said something before the show. Should so I earmuff it? No, it's no, just, no specifics. No specifics. It's, it's basically <laughs> earmuffs. It's basically to me. I think it was still a good story that helps the st- story move along, but it's the weakest of the first for me. The first five books, mm-hmm. which is what the first sixty issues. It's the weakest group. I think. I mean, I, well, you haven't gotten to the next book yet, or no? I'll, I'll be getting that. My soon. opinion continues in this vein with the rest of with the rest of the series. It seems like Kirkman doesn't have a specific end he's writing towards anymore, so I think it's kind of falling off. So kind of like the the end of book four was like I knew how I was going to get there, but now I don't know where it's going. Yeah, like with there's other comic series like that where uh, with Why the Last Man or Preacher or Transmetropolitan where they had a specific end they were writing towards, and once they hit that, they ended the series. I feel like he had it planned up to this point, and now he's just kind of flying by the seat of his ass. I kind of got that vibe in book five, because it, it really, like, it started off okay, because it was continuing from book four, mm-hmm. but then it just it just faltered. I mean, it, like I said, it still was a good story to me, because I dig the whole series, but it definitely the weakest, and, and, and Matthew will understand once he finishes book four. Hey, guys. What yes. talking about. Can I take my fingers yes. out of my ears? Yes. Okay. Your hat is stupid. Your hat's stupid. I'm not wearing a hat. Then it's your head. Your logic has been. Your head is stupid. <laughs> All right. So episode four, uh, Vatos. Uh, I, I know Nicholas. Overall opinion. Let's give that first. Overall opinion of the episode. We'll start with Nicholas. I think this is the first episode where I didn't like the majority of it. I like the end a lot, though. The end was really good, and we'll we'll get to that later in the show. And we'll definitely get to the beginning quite I soon. liked it. You liked the episode overall, you thought? Yeah. It was good. It was good. <laughs> uh, I, I, initially, when I first uh, saw the episode, I, I, I was like, you know what? There was a lot of this that could have been cut out of the, <laughs> of the, uh, of the show to, um, 
to, to just put make room for a story that made more sense. But the, like after watching it, I watched it this morning on demand. So like think about it, you know, it it wasn't it was the worst episode so far. Save for the end was awesome. Worst episode so far, but. I did like. I mean, it didn't ruin the series for me at all. I disagree. I disagree completely. I thought the episode before it was the worst. Really? No, the one that I hated the most. What which one was that? Two episode two. I think the, the one where you had all these questions. Yeah, like, I think the second one was the worst. Like it, that made me the most mad. The second one. I liked this one a lot more because I liked every. It was a lot of backstory for characters that people who didn't read the book and that people who were just watching it as a television show got to got to experience. Like, I mean, you guys might think the beginning was a little bit. Yeah, and let's start with yeah, that opening yeah, let's scene. Yeah, start with that. The opening scene was Andrea and Amy sitting on a boat fishing. In the I'm on a boat. And even even understanding why it was in there for the television series and for you know the people that haven't read the comic, it still was. I think it was too long. Like the scene was good, a good idea, good attempt. How but it was long too was long. the the beginning? I mean, I don't see it being more than like. Five minutes. The whole beginning was about five minutes. But you, you could. You five could minutes was too long to describe how somebody's missing their parents and never going to see them again. Uh, like really? <laughs> I would point out that you said you needs to be there to to fill people in in the background. There is a way to do that without it being boring dialogue and completely cliche. I didn't think it was completely cliche. As boring soon dialogue. as they started talking, I'm like, well, one of them's going to die, and no, it's not Andrea. <laughs> well, you. Well, if you read the book, you should have known that Amy was going to die. Yeah, but you can't know that in the television show because people are going to live and die that didn't. In yes, the book. that's true. And and now, did you from that moment from the beginning of the episode you thought Amy was going to like this is the episode yeah. Amy dies and yeah she's she's goner. I didn't see. I, I knew she was dying in the series. I didn't think I that, and obviously we'll get to it at the, when we get to the end of the sh- episode. But I didn't think what happened at the end was going to happen so soon in the series, which I'm glad it did because it put more action into it. Um. But uh, <laughs> yeah, look, it could have been it could have been done in three. It really could have. It just was. It was. It, it was, was in, in a series that the first three episodes had really good opening scenes. Yes. Every episode has like the the beginning scene has been good. It's been a banging way to get you into it. I and get you in the idea of the episode. This is the first one that was just people talk. All right, I thought that was a little. I, I guess I can see that point. But once once it went to Jim, you know, digging and snapped in the credits, I thought that was good. I thought that brought it. That back. was good, and they could, but they could have still cut dialogue out from Andrea and Amy, and and cut that scene down a little bit. I okay. guess Jim digging later, and he's got a big problem with Jim digging. Don't you? <laughs> I got a big problem with the majority of the middle of the well, and, and and let's let's put this out on on Front Street, if you will. Front um, <laughs> uh, Robert Griffin <laughs> is the one that wrote this episode. Yes, he was the writer. This is why I'm so confused. You guys hate it. <laughs> well, because and here's why. The thing I like about The Walking Dead isn't exactly his writing per se. It's his plotting. I like the plots of the books. I like the twists and turns of the plot in the book. I don't really like Honestly, the dialogue that much. He, the twists and turns of the plot of the book are like, it's pretty much like, hey, let's just fuck with anybody who picked this book up. Exactly. And I like that because most people don't take that risk when it comes to writing ongoing series. But the dialogue is always really expository, really over-cliched, way too much of it, and... A lot of it is unnecessary, and that's that's the problem I have with the comic series. And and me for this being a Robert Kirkman episode that he wrote, I was like looking forward to that episode because I I I don't really look into the dialogue as as hardcore as Nicholas does. Uh, I'm just a fan of the book, and the dialogue just kind of 
fills up, gives more meat to that story. So like it doesn't like the dialogue doesn't bother me the way he writes it in the book. That's just me. But uh um, bother me either. I, I was, was just I was angry. I thought this episode written by Robert Kirkman would be better than it was and possibly even the best of the series. And maybe it's not necessarily his writing for me that made this not a great episode for me cuz A it wasn't a horrible episode. I still liked it. But B it just it just was slow until about the last 10 minutes. I, I think you guys are just being overcritical. I mean, yeah, anything could be better. Like, if you put dinosaurs in them, it would be better. No. I think you're just being overcritical. <laughs> 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 that is a complaint from people on... on wait, there's a discussion board I go online about. Oh, my God. The internet's and saying it's no, bad? Hold on, hold on. No. <laughs> no, the internet, no, no. A lot of people are saying they loved everything about it, and there's some people coming in and saying, like me... I had problems with this specific parts of the episode, and then they're getting shit on because of it. You can't dismiss someone's criticisms just because they don't I'm agree with saying, yours. I'm, you no, entirely just said that. That is entirely what you just said. Yeah, but you I said, said at one point were you wrong. I just think you're being a little overcritical. Yeah, that is my that opinion. That is not being overcritical. How not? How am I being overcritical? I'm saying I don't like this part of it. I, I like really the series just, still. I think you mostly just took a step back and got a little mad about it. Mad. You sound mad. Because <laughs> you're making me mad, you ass. You want to hug it out? No. <laughs> not, not now. Want to cuddle later? There's nothing to do with being mad or not. Is everything to do with cuddling? I watch everything except expecting every part of it to be good. When something is not good, I call it on it. Okay. There's episodes, like, with, with let's say, Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> I love Boardwalk Empire. There's been some episodes where I'm like, well, I don't like that. You know what? No, Doctor Who. That's a better one. There's been episodes okay. of Doctor Who that I outright hated. Which ones? Uh, Fear Her and I Love and Monsters. I that one. And there was another one. I uh, forget which one it was called. We won't discuss that now. Yeah. Now, uh, N- Nicholas definitely takes a a much more, I want to say, critical look at, at what you watch. Analytical. Yes. And and me, I'm, I'm, I, I look at it that way, too, so I can dissect it, but not as much. Me and I think Matthew and I look at it more as... Let's enjoy it. That's yeah. the first thing I do is I always if go to I'm enjoy it. I don't get connected to something. That's what happens. And and to me, like I'm like, I'm I'm really I, just because I've dug the the series, the book series, the comic series since it's since I started reading it about three years ago. I just I just I, I was huge on this project, so I'm I'm not so critical on it. I probably am a little too easy on it if I was an actual critic. But anyway, mo- moving, <laughs> moving along. Don't mind the barking. Puppy got loud. Telling a dog to shh doesn't work, believe me. That just makes him go, what the fuck are you on about? I'm telling you something's going on. <laughs> Timmy's in the well. Is it Timmy? Is it Timmy? Someone's trying to get in. Don't you hear this? <laughs> so, uh, and, and Matthew, you, you like the opening. Uh, it's not a matter of like. It was. I just don't think it was bad. I don't think it was... Like, something that didn't need to be there. I think it had its reasons for being there. I mean, yeah, I guess it could have been shorter, but... I think the the more the reason I didn't like the opening as much isn't so much a, a, of the boring factor. It just didn't have that, as Nicholas said, that X factor that, that like, oh, shit, that was a great opening. I think it was lazy. It was... It was we know you're going to watch the rest of this. We don't need to give you a bang to watch this. All right. Sit back and enjoy it, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I guess you're right. But I mean, I just I'm looking at more as that stuff that needed to come out that needed to be said. And I guess a different way would have been fine too. But yeah, and I agree that like that relationship between Andrea and Amy for people that aren't a fan of the the book series, it needed to be shown, especially if they were going to kill her off. Yeah, and she was getting eaten. It, 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 her last word is going to be, "We're out of toilet paper." <laughs> It, it needed to be seen, but I think it could she said, "I'll be right back." At one uh, point, I'm like, "Oh, now this bitch is definitely done." Yes. <laughs> and we'll get to that when we get to that part of the episode. But yeah, I, I just think that that relationship between the two could have been done in a much more entertaining value, if you will. Mm-hmm. It could have been topless. <laughs> it's the same. The my complaint with it is my complaint with the majority of the episode is that it was a way to do what was done by right with better writing. It could have been maybe had another draft or maybe, like, not so obvious in, bo- in dialogue. Yeah. Uh, so that when we came back from credits, because I, I, the opening credits, I, I forget the sequence of the episode. What, what, what happened next? What was the next thing we saw? T-Rex came in. And T-Rex. I was in your dreams. Wait a minute. <laughs> if Matthew wrote The Walking Dead... <laughs> there was a werewolf bar mitzvah. Uh, did it open back up in camp, or did it open back up in um, with uh, Rick and the gang? It was in camp because that, that was they they left. Yeah, they came back with the fish. Okay, yes. So they came and back like with the it fish. Was, it went after that. It went to the gym digging and then credits, and then they came back with the fish. Okay, so um, the next guest big big part of the the episode was when they focused on Jim digging the holes, and and Dale noticed it and. Confronted him about it, or went to Shane first. No, he went up. He went up to him first. He was like, "Hey, you want some water?" Yeah, you a thirsty little boy. And 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 Jim pretty much had no response, and he just didn't say a word. And then they eventually bring Shane into it, and and obviously the rest of the camp come up there. Mm -hmm. Now, what was your issue, Nicholas, with the digging of the hole? It it comes up later. Okay. We'll get later. It's like seven (laughs) twenty. I mean, what's later going to be? Episode later in the episode. I just want to talk about how Faulkner brings zombies. What? Isn't that who he read? Who, who did Dale quote? I'm pretty, yeah, I think he quoted I'm pretty Faulkner. sure it was Faulkner. You say Faulkner, zombies come. Don't ever quote Faulkner. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I've seen one example of it happening. That's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> one example is all you need. Hey, I mean, well, I guess if you're in the time of a zombie apocalypse, you're gonna you're not gonna take your chance. I'm not quoting Faulkner at all. <laughs> Uh, okay, what was because uh, t- again I forget the sequence. What's the next important scene? I don't remember the exact sequence. Of that. We didn't watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're just gonna admit la- it. I watched it last night. I, I read the cliff notes. <laughs> I've watched a bunch of stuff since then. I know what happens. I don't remember exactly how the order of it. <laughs> then I, well, let's get you to know, let's just touch on stuff that happened. I mean, does it have to be in order, no, really? Uh, well, let's let's go to because I think let's talk about the essays. Where where guys? No, no, before before then was actually no, cool. Before then was pretty awesome. I, I like them going on on the roof like following the blood trail. Yeah, like, steps. Like always cauterize your wounds, kids. The idea that. They just talked about how badass he was, like seeing the evidence of the stuff he'd done was kind of cool. And then there's like, you know, Rick just going, you know, even the toughest guys pass out for loss of blood. No matter how tough you are. You know what I really like? I like Daryl very demurely and petitely wrapping up Marl's hand in his handkerchief. And then chucking at the kid? (laughs) No, the look on Glenn's face when he was putting it in his backpack was fucking priceless. That was pretty good. Uh, and, and I think 
I think in this episode for Daryl, I think it kind of show, showed that he wasn't as much of a dickhead as his brother Merle. Clearly. Well, he's the little brother. He got beat up a lot. He's still a little racist, but he's a little bit more reasonable about but I think, his I, reactions. I feel like by, by the end raised- of this episode, he was like he was on the same page with Rick, T-Pain, yeah. and, and Glenn. Shorty! <laughs> T, not long for this world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like he, he really was like, you know, yeah, he, he had an issue with, with uh, T-Bone at first. Oh, you know what his real name is? What is his, his credited name is Iron E. Like, like, his, like, like Iron e. No, no, like his credited name in, in the credits of the actor is Iron E. Really? His, la- his name Iron, is Iron E. Capital E. That's awesome. <laughs> Which, it's like, if that's like a meta joke on his part is amazing. Or if he was just trying to be cool, that's that's dumb. I hope that's so, like his rapper name. Yeah, if he was just be like, whose name I can do to screw with people who who think that. This Are you saying he's a rapper based on a fact or because he's black? That's why I said it was stereotypical, and I'm a bad person. I'm sorry about it. I take it back. <laughs> All of it. Uh, but no, I definitely, I, I like the the way Carol, uh, Carol. Daryl's character was uh, progressed in this episode. Yeah, he wasn't so crappy except for the like because like last week him. you kind of thought like oh he's gonna be a dick like his brother but now it's like hey I kind of feel for this guy and because like there was a moment between him and Rick where I'm just waiting for him to kiss a rosary but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would shit my pants if that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> just like I want to stink palm Merrill. <laughs> I actually started watching Mallrats the other night. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Nice. But, uh, <clears throat> so, uh, but there was a, there was a moment between Rick and Daryl where, like, you know, Daryl's obviously upset because his, you know, they're not concentrating on his brother as much, and, and Rick's like, listen, I understand. I get where you're coming from. You know, I had to find my family, and I know that's important to you, but let's work together. And as you said before we started the show, like, Daryl seems like he's more reasonable than his brother. Oh yeah, and, totally. I, and I think I like where this character's going. He's like, he's like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna go with my brother's racistness, but I'm not gonna be such a dick about it. Mm-hmm. You I, know, I really feel like like with with Glenn and and even with with T Bone, he he's made a little uh, gained a little bit of respect for them, <laughs> even though he hates their color. He seems to realize that the world is over, and he should probably make some friends with people that aren't dead. <laughs> Basically, he, he listened to this podcast and listened yeah. to your complaints. It's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to change my character, even though this has already been filmed. What does he say to Glenn? Something about being a Chinaman? Yeah, he's like, you got some balls for a Chinaman. <laughs> like, I'm That's Korean. And he's like, I'm Korean. Yeah. And so, yeah, it happened. Uh... Now they 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 track him to no no they they go get the guns and the yeah. the, the the gang the, rolls the, out the gang the ambush occurs. Now what was that dude yelling when he gets behind Daryl? You got a man here, I think, or something like that. Sounded like he was yelling, "There's a man" or something. The thing is, is I, I didn't even think it was English. I didn't understand. Yeah, he was it yelling at all. something. It was basically the fact that he was yelling was I think that that was what was important. Now, I I kind of feel like like <clears throat> what happened is Daryl's fault because he like well first he jumped the gun because he was worried about his brother more so than anything and then like, he kind of first he left Glenn and he left Glenn hanging like what if Glenn's gonna get attacked by a zombie right now you're not watching his back yeah yeah but there's also this strange dude behind you yelling that entire sequence kind of pissed me off <laughs> well how would you react putting that in that corner no not not that is the fact that all right imagine it's, you're it's the way it's brought up late, later too is that Dude shows up and he just starts yelling, 
Dude, you're living in the middle of the zombie thing. You think this yelling's not going to attract them? Yeah, you yeah. probably a, stop yelling. B, his, his buddies roll up and try to jack uh, Norman Reedus. Yeah. And then shoots the dude one in the of, ass. One of gets shot in the ass. And then they steal Glenn and bugger the fuck off. And then later on, they get pissy at them. Like, the, 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 the gang members get pissy at Rick and his yes. buddies because, yo, you just shot our buddy, Essay. Like, dude, you kidnapped our dude. What the hell? <laughs> No one ever brings that up. It's never presented to be like, yo, your boy lied to you yeah. about how this all went yeah. down. I think, but I mean, really, I mean, at that point, like, depending on how you view that episode and view what the, the, their actions like, they're trying to act tough and, and, and to, to be, you know, survival of the fittest. Yeah. And that's why they're like, we don't care that we actually were the ones that were wrong and kidnapped Glenn. Yeah, you still shot our guys, and we want your guns. It was really completely disorganized. It, was, it actually, in hindsight, after realizing what that establishment was, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, because like, they were hardly organized. They're definitely not hardened criminals. Yeah, well, some of them were. Well, maybe yeah, at one point. Because not all of them, and not all of them were there initially. Because not all were for what ended up being a retirement home. Yeah, some people just showed up there. Mm-hmm. So some of them are, you know, they are criminals and, and stuff. Some of them are vatos. And, uh, and, and initially, when I that, that part of the story's not storyline, I'm like, I feel like this episode could have gone a different way without this. Until you you they get to the point where they're like, hey, we're gonna Rick <laughs> and the gang are gonna come gunslinging after the the initial trade is declined. That was pretty badass. I'm just gonna point out there. Well, you know, he's like, when he's like, oh, what are you hard of hearing? He's like, no, we came locked and loaded. It is like, badass, but, like, in reality, though, like, really, what's going to happen in that scenario is that there's Rick, Daryl, and, and T-Bone. There's three guys there. They may be able to pick off, at most, ten of, you know, up to ten of whoever's there, and then all three of them are dead. Mm. If, if, if it went down to where... I don't know. This is on television. This isn't real life, so... Okay. (laughs) You flip-flop between television and... and This is... This would have happened in the real world. No, it wouldn't happen in the real world. But Rick would have killed them all. Walked out like Terminator. In the real world. He would have brought down the thunder. He would have brought the thunder. For the first of a thousand. The other day. You you were incorrect. Rick would Rick would be a dead man. In that real life scenario right there, if if that grandmother never walked out, and the scenario that scenario would have ended poorly for Rick. It would have ended poorly for all involved. Not necessarily, because I mean, obviously with the grandmother being there, I don't think they would have done it. There was a lot more of them. I don't think they would have done it. I don't think any one of them would have done it. Because they were doing yards of, of where they were. Like, because they were in the same, like the, all the all the older people would be able to hear the gunfire. They're like, we don't want to. No, that has nothing to do with it. I just don't think they had it in them. Well, but some of them were. I think some of them would have, even though right, they straight up said they have. They straight up said we've had to like kill people yeah, to come to get us because they didn't have they didn't have the, they don't trust people. Do you not right, listen to that stuff. section, or does that not support your thesis? So you're ignoring <laughs> it. It didn't happen. <laughs> no, but like, but who knows? Like. I don't know if did they say that like it happened there like they pro- they could have taken care of the their you incident. know people that, the, the incident outside of the retirement home where the older people couldn't you know well, people can't hear anyway that's just fucked up some can <laughs> uh, but no once once you found out what like most of the guys there like a lot of the people that were there 
with the Vatos, where they were either some sort of employees at the, at the nursing home. I'm or, the janitor. Or he was like, you know, he was he was the janitor there, and which which shows instantly shows their their true character isn't to kill. It's it's the, if they did kill, it was to survive. Yeah, his his true character. Yeah. Was to was to survive, and and if someone got in their way, yeah, we'll take care of them. But I, a piece of me thinks that they wouldn't do it on the like right there in that warehouse, mm-hmm. in distance to where it would upset the. Because obviously the I think the older people there, the vibe I got is like they're like they understand what's going on, and like there's no need to kill the living. Right. I didn't, I really didn't care about the whole section of, of the show. So, I hated. So, I didn't like that part of the episode. See, I, that, Outside that, of the badassness of Rich just barging in with the guns, being like, "You're not taking my guns, fuck you." <laughs> I, I, the, the only thing I liked about it is as soon as it was the the older people were introduced, it just it, it told me why we were even in that storyline to begin with. So I accepted it, and I was fine with it. It's again. It's it's completely different story than what we're reading from the comic. No, it wasn't even that. It was a different story than the comic. It was. It didn't. It was place. It was wheel spinning. It seemed like it was designed to put in there to waste time in the story so yes. that they wouldn't get back to the camps at a certain time or anything. Like unless these characters show up again in the next season or something, there was what was the point of this? I have a feeling that there's always the possibility. Everyone that we've met so far. Also, the fact that Rick gave them guns. I would have. I would have thought it would have been much cooler if he was like, "No, I'm still not giving you guns. You're doing good." That's fucked up. But that's not no. Rick's character. Yeah, they're making it. That was totally a. Uh, he's a hero. Blah blah blah. Someone's a douche for saying it's character development. No, who gives a fuck what she thinks? <laughs> Apparently, you're the douche. <laughs> No, I, I, but yeah, for, for, for uh, I, I think Rick not giving him the guns would have I'm won sorry, against yeah. everything that they've built Rick up to be mm-hmm. so far. Like, mm-hmm. he had to give him guns. One thing that I kind of wish they would have clarified on was, because I, I don't know if the radios were picked up, but, like, did he try to get a hold of Morgan and Dwayne? Nope. Like, no, like, that's like, that, that was like, honestly, the guns and, and contacts in Morgan and Dwayne were like his number one concern. Number two was to get Meryl. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, I'm, I mean, obviously there was other things going on in that story where that was probably a minute thing that didn't need to be told, but for me it was. Like, even if it was just like, hey, let me make sure I have the radio, or I was trying mm-hmm. to contact them real quick. Yeah, ASA. <laughs> uh, Dialogue. <laughs> Going back to the camp um, is is you see Jim, who kind of is a little crazy at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gives that big speech about how like oh, made you leader yes. Shane and like questioning Shane's authority. Into que- question, not necessarily questioning Shane's authority, but questioning why is he the one in charge, which is going to be I think a theme that we'll see as the series moves along. Right, and. Um, definitely, uh, you know, making Shane feel like a piece of shit for what he did to Ed. Yeah. And then, you know, I guess, you know, you can say that Jim went crazy, not only because of basically dehydrating himself and sunstroke, but because you, you find out, I think Jim's character was, was developed very well in this episode. I think it, it was done properly and it, and almost to to a, a T in the comic, like as far as I mean, obviously it was done differently. 
Yeah, that's that's it, how he was. It was done differently, but I mean, he's the exact character from the comic. Yeah, and I think the quiet, reserved guy by himself. Yes, and and, and showing that you know, you know, he's fucked up in the head because of what happened to his family, and and that's the only reason he got away. You know, shows that he's basically kind of angry at himself, I guess, for mm-hmm. you know leaving his family behind, but looking out for himself, number one, and then obviously, you know, this I, I don't know what and. It, well, I, his dream initially made him start digging the holes. I, I don't... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get into it, Nick. Go. I think I mentioned... It, I think we got to the point where Nick wants to vent. I hated that, that idea of the... Oh, I had a dream. I don't remember why, but I had to dig some holes. And then at the end, you know, he's like, I know why I dug the holes. Because I had a dream that zombies were going to attack and kill a whole shit ton of people. And I don't understand... Really? Really. <laughs> I and then, well, I mean, let, me, let me finish this. Fuck you. No, you didn't. Let me finish this. <laughs> I, you said this is his characterization was like the comic, and you, you were correct. I, I agree. But I like, and this is one of the few times I'm going to say this, because I'm never a stickler for being a perfect adaptation, translation, whatever, that I think the way it was in the comic was better. Him being quiet and very distant from everybody, but not having an outward, like, I'm doing this, and isn't that weird and freaky type thing. That was, it was entirely an invention just to, to put people on edge. And I think the idea of a guy who's by himself and showing that would have been much creepier. Because you yes. get the idea that he maybe he is the guy who's going to snap like Shane did, but not pull back from the edge. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I, I, like, the, whole, the, the only thing that bothered me with the digging hole thing wasn't even him digging the holes. It was that the moment he said, I had a dream, but I don't remember what it was. I agree. Like, as soon as he said that, I was like, well, he obviously dreamt about zombies invading the camp. Yeah. I mean, dude, what, what else are you going to be that. dreaming about where you Unless he had a dream about his like family and they just started digging holes. But, but why would he dig holes? Why would he dig holes? Because of the family. Because he's insane. He's, he's, not, not, he's, not, insane. he's not insane. Because the sun got to him. I don't know, man. But he does not automatically because he was digging holes. I automatically didn't think that he's digging holes because the camp's getting attacked. I didn't That's entirely go. what I no. thought was going to happen. See, I didn't, that didn't lead me to believe that the, the camp was going to get attacked. It led me to believe that that was what his dream was. And, obvi- I, again, I didn't think until it happened that the camp was getting attacked in this episode. I thought they were going to save that for later because, really, I thought they were going to be at the camp by the, end, uh, by the end of the season. I thought one of two things was going to happen. Once they introduced the idea that Merle got away, I thought they were either going to – Merle was going to show back up at camp and be all hellfire and brimstone and fuck you. Yeah. Or that they were going to show zombies – the beginning of the attack. I didn't think they would have the entirety of it there. Which, and I'll be honest, that last ten minutes, that entire zombie attack redeemed the whole episode for me. It did, and that's, I mean, that's one of the nice things I like about this show so Covering far. All the people you don't know the names of. Is that if, <laughs> if something happens... <laughs> red shirts, if you will. <laughs> if Killed all the red shirts. If something happens in, the, like, in each one of the episodes, there may be something that happens that I'm not entirely, you know, on board with. But something in the episode always brings it back where it's, the episode's redeemed. And... It's just so happened that in this episode, there's probably more so that needed to be redeemed. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So the the he jumped about. Obviously, he jumped about the the camp being attacked. I didn't picture it happening this this soon, based off of how slow uh, and not in a bad way, but how slow the series has been progressing. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that was a. The, well, first of all, the moment that Amy said, because they're sitting around, before we get to the attack, they're sitting around the campfire enjoying, you know, the the fish that they caught. 
<laughs> Dale quotes Faulkner. <laughs> and then, and then I did like his his little monologue. That, that was, was nice. Really nice, and I think that 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 was a good way to show who Dale is and <laughs> paraphrase Faulkner. Show Dale's character, and I can't wait to see more more of this guy because this is really the first episode we got to see like who these people are in the camp. Save for like the main ones, like save for Shane, Lori, and Carl, and a few others. Yeah. This time we got to, we we really got to see who Daryl, uh, not Daryl, uh, Dale was. Mm-hmm. Really got to see his character, which was cool. I like that little that scene of them sitting around the campfire and just basically kind of and I guess mistake number one that you can let your guard down. Let their guard. Yeah. Down. Where was the person on top of the RV? Yeah. Was it that the whole thing? Yeah. Was we up there? Yes, exactly, and and the one time they let their guard down is when sh- shit goes to hell. Especially as, as soon as, as soon as <laughs> squeaky, 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 the squeaky episode. That's what this one's gonna be. The ominous squeak. Uh, as soon as Amy got up to say I had to go to the bathroom, I. I'm like, she's dead. It's Dude, there were so many signs that she was going to go. Like, that whole thing at the beginning, she's one of the few who knows exactly how many days it's been. It's her birthday. I'll be right back. Bitch, you're dead. We're well, out of toilet paper. <laughs> That's well, her last word. Well, and, and, I mean, obviously, I mean, based off the comic, I knew she was dying. Did not think it was going to be this episode. And so the moment she said, I'm getting up to go to the bathroom. That's when I knew she's dead. Maybe I just don't pick up on foreshadowing. I, I was thinking <laughs> that the, the one Hispanic dude was going, because he's like, dude, you're help, really help me get my family, something like that. Who did he say to Shane? Yeah. Somebody's like, you'll really help my, keep my family together. I go, no, your family's going down. <laughs> and, um, but I didn't still, at that moment, I didn't think it was going to be a huge attack like it was. I thought mm-hmm. maybe it would be, one one or two zombies that got Amy. Uh, obviously, it was not. It was, I believe, the the total count for zombie kills in this episode was twenty four zombie kills, mm-hmm. and so and most of them, all but two, were at that camp. So twenty two at the camp, uh, and then we saw Amy. Oh, the first person you see bite the bite it or get bitten cobbler face. was Ed, which I think that's one of the few people that a lot of people were probably like, all right, r- right on, that douchebag died. His face looked like a dessert. And that I kind of thought was foreshadowing, seeing his face. But is it implied that he was a pedophile? Yes. Or was that yes. just me? Was no, that no, I felt that. Just in case that you didn't think he was, you didn't hate him enough because he was a white-beating dickhead. Oh, By wait, the way, he, he might touch his daughter. Yeah, what the fuck? I agree. I think. Did people not want him to die already? Uh, I'm pretty well, sure everybody did. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, I was looking at that. I'm like, that's weird. But they can't be implying what they're implying. Like, really? Are they gonna go there with it? I, I you know, I, I, I didn't really, I didn't pick up on that last night only because I wasn't like that. That was like the minute thing that I didn't really pay attention to until Nick said said what you just said. I'm like, you know what? Yes. They, they totally were making him a, a pedophile. A kid toucher. Not only is his... Come into my rape TARDIS. Come into my rape TARDIS. But I, I totally think... I'll show you a good um, time. I totally think that like when he rolled over and you saw what his face looked like, he already looked kind of like a zombie at that point. I, I At that moment, I was like, you know, he's, he's going to be the first one dead from this group. Probably the hit should have been when he was a womanizer and apparently a pedophile. That should have been my first clue that he was going to be the first one dead. Yeah. Well, he wasn't even supposed to be there. 
Not that day. <laughs> not even supposed to be here today. Um, but so I mean, no, I don't think anyone's gonna be like, oh, that's fucked up. Ed died. I think everyone's yeah, quite I happy. I would come back. My real name is Ed. I miss that dude. You <laughs> team, you're in Team Ed. Yeah, I'm on Team Ed. I, I miss uh, the wife beating Kid Dutcher. Like, <laughs> um, Sarah says they could have been just implying that he hits her, not being. He was in no state to hit anybody. He was gonna talk. I, to I don't think. I think it's just the way he like grabbed her arm and like talked to her. Yeah, like the tone like, of his voice. Thinking back to it now. Totally makes me think he touched that kid, which is something I don't. I never got the vibe in in the comic book. Let me get the door. Yeah, <laughs> that's strange. I don't know why. Who's? Did, oh, she left. <laughs> well, Matthew will be right back with us. Well, now that he's gone, let's talk about him. So Matthew's a dick. Nah. <laughs> no, I love right. Matthew. Um. But uh, then, uh, obviously, uh, there's four human kills from zombies mm-hmm. today. That we that we saw. I mean, that I'm assuming s- there's probably more. Yeah, that we saw. So I, I'm assuming who, who we saw standing at the RV is what's left. <laughs> uh, yeah, which was uh, still a lot of characters who weren't in the original, like, who, who aren't from the comic book, you know? More zombie food? Um, yes, more zombie food, because there's that. I, you <laughs> saw four people get it, and I still... They got it good. Matthew brought up a good point, did... Did um did Jim get bit? Because in the comics, so. when Amy dies, that's when he gets bit. I don't think he did. There was one character that showed getting bit. I thought it was actually Shane. But then when they showed him later, he didn't have anything on his arm. Yeah, so I think no, it was just a weird... That's one character that, you know, as early as he dies... His character, Red Shirt X. <laughs> as early as he dies in the comic, he's going to be around for almost all of season two, I think. Shane. Mm. Uh, I would be shocked if they killed him off before halfway through that season next year. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, they didn't show Jim get bit, but that doesn't mean he didn't. Mm-hmm. He could that, that could be part of, in the comic, it was kind of a surprise that he got bit. Not a surprise. Not really. He was kind of like out in the over with him, right? Yeah. Like, I got bit. Um, you're going to have to end this for me. But I think, you know, do you think they're going to, if he did get bit, are they going to have him portray the character that hides it? I don't know, maybe. Because I'm thinking that maybe he did, maybe he did get bit, and we're just they're they're gonna shock the audience that he did without you know showing us that he actually got bit. He's gonna turn and go. No, no, no. No, I think I think that would be that wouldn't do any justice to his character if they actually made like let him turn and and go after the. Did anybody else like get worried that Amy didn't turn? Well. No, I just think they didn't give enough. I was waiting for it. Yes. I'm like and then when like, it didn't happen, I'm like, all right, so let's see next like, episode. All right. Like, she needs to back up and get that all would have been, face. That would have been an awesome end to the episode, though. Like, she's like, ah, someone just caps her in the head. I think, yeah. I think that may be the way they open it. Because are they, cause they're not going to... I would assume that most of them now know at this point that you get bit by a zombie, you turn. Mm-hmm. So... I would think. I, I don't know. Because like, her head's still intact. Yeah, like, are, I, I don't think they're just going to, like, bury her and let her turn while buried. So I, I feel like that's that would be a great way to open it is kind of basically instant continuation from the last episode, her still cradling Amy and, and, and like, you know, her pull away from Amy, and then Amy turns and, bam, blast her in the head. With a gun. Well. <laughs> I, just in case anyone wanted to take it a preferred Because everybody thought it was semen or something <laughs> weird. 
never know. I mean, if Ed was still alive, he'd probably do it, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. You make me sad as a human being. Yeah, he fucks kids and beats women. He might as well fuck zombies, too. Zombie women, kids. Zombie head fucking. Uh, now, the clips that I've seen, obviously, from, from what they show on AMC, because I don't really... I try... This is a series I try not to read spoilers on. I've watched nothing. I read everything I can. Um, That's just a horrible it, thing. They cl- it looks like they're leaving the camp the next episode. And and before we get to that point, uh, this is something you and I discussed before Nicholas got here. How did the zombies get there? That many of them. They took the train. I think... And this is what I think. I think... Didn't they have perimeter alarms set up? They had, like, cans and shit oh, set up around so that would warn them. I wonder, this is where I, my idea that maybe Merle was up there already. Oh, they took them all down or something. Maybe they put them all in the van. Yeah. Maybe put them he, in the he van. He could have. But the fact that they, they'd had a few zombies showing up more yes. th- lately that there's probably, it, it was probably in, in the offing for a while. Like, they'd, they'd heard the noise. They'd been making their way up there. Well, and, and my initial reaction was that Merle was behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 and a great counterpoint that Matthew made was, like, he would only do that if he knew his brother wasn't going to be there. Mm-hmm. Or if he knew his brother was going to be able to handle himself. Yes. Which is a possibility. Cause, and, and, like... It could have been either Matthew... How sane is Merle at this point, though? How sane? Not sane at all. Yeah. He cut his own hand off. He'd been baking in the sun for a bit. And He's probably a bit, probably a bit crazy. Doesn't have a lot of blood How much coke does he got on He's him? He's probably quite hungry. Yeah. So, I mean, my reaction to it, and, and, you know, Matthew said that, you know, he led them there. I, and which is possible... Like Pied piper them up there? Like, <laughs> no, well, you said, like, he... Like, maybe, not, maybe not on purpose you led them there. You were, saying, you were saying that like, he, they followed the van. Uh, I think it was on purpose. It was definitely on purpose. I think there's a possibility, because... Like it drove slow enough? He read the, if you read the comic, like, there's a, there's a scene where clearly people have taken zombies and lured them into... Places. And then closing. So uh, uh, my initial reaction went to it was Merle, and he somehow, with one hand, that's the only thing that doesn't make this, like, a viable point. Yeah, I don't think he, like, loaded the van up with yeah, zombies and then went on a joyride. <laughs> I think he, he he's involved in it somehow, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's involved. And that was my initial response, was, like I said, was, like, he loaded, he got them there. He brought them there. Because, like... I think I, I think I he just, just took the, the perimeter defenses down. It was like, well, fend for yourself. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Uh, and I think that's, I mean, I, I'm actually shocked that we didn't see Merle in this episode at all. Aside yeah. from his hand again. Uh, <laughs> Which he threw on that dude. Like, he, he, he has all his time to, like, wrap it up, and he just chucks at that kid. But, you know, it, it was a good bluff. It was, yeah. yeah it was a great bluff. It was, that was actually, you know, I don't know how Nicholas felt about it, because he, he kind of disliked that whole story there. There was there. bits of it I liked. Like, like I liked that was a very good part. Where, where the, the, the good guys, quote-unquote, got to be bits of bastards. <laughs> And, and yeah, like I, said, I, mean, I, I want Rick I to be kind of a dick to people. I don't want yeah. him to be the Mister Goody Two Shoes because he never was, even in the yeah. comics. He yeah. th- he didn't start as Mister, you know, Angel. He was a little bit hard edged. Yes, and 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 clearly, like, and I think they're doing that. I think they're doing not making him a Goody Two Shoes. They're making him have that hard edge in the TV series. So yeah, but he also has that like those overwhelming moments of like I gotta redeem all the crazy shit I've done. And well, yeah, and, that, and that's how he is. Like, be ridiculously overtly. That's how he kind of is in the comics too. It's like yeah. he does, he does fucked up shit to protect the camp and the family. But then he tries to get good, good in with karma. And yes. Yes. He's he, he, Rick seems like a big believer in karma. Yeah. Um. 
It's not how karma works. <laughs> it's not a bank deposit. Yeah, don't you don't you get a don't you get a pudding at the end? Yeah. So so get a tapioca. We all think Meryl is responsible in some form or fashion. Yes. Uh, next episode. I wouldn't name my dog Meryl. <laughs> It looks like Ace. next. What name my dog Merle? Ace. Uh, next episode, it looks like they're, they're leaving that camp, which is a lot sooner than I yeah, thought. Yeah, they gotta get to Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much, man. Sorry. Um, but <laughs> Sarah says that's why he gave away the guns for the karma points. Yeah. Yes. I don't think he should have. But did you? Yeah. Did either of you guys think they would be leaving the camp this soon? Like from the beginning when we first started watching this show? Like I, I went on record as saying that's probably not going to end there. I don't even think like Rick's been there for like more than a, a night. Nope. He hasn't. No, I mean he uh, he he's been. He was there. Well, wait, wait. He arrived at the camp. Ugh. Since he's been at the camp, it's been more than a night, but he's only been at the camp, I think. They portrayed it to be really a night. It's hard to tell. It is. They, they don't. As time goes by, I think yesterday was just one day, like from when he yeah. left to when he came back. Yes. I, 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 like last episode and the episode before, like when he left. Yes. Which, which, got which like, how, did, how fast did they run to get back to camp then? Because they had to take a car. Because they, yeah, they, and, and it seemed like it could have been a couple days when they, like, when Rick first got to Atlanta, it seemed like it could have been a couple days for them to drive back. Am I wrong in saying that? I did, I, I did think it was kind of weird that they could run back and make it I think, just in time. Yeah, it did not strike me like that until, until just now. Like, that is seen like a little much time passed. But like, well, that's another thing is like that's kind of cool because in the comic I have a hard time deciphering how much time has passed, which is probably an underlying theme of the entire story altogether, yes. is because you can't tell what day it is. It comes up, know, and, you know what I mean? Like so, you can't tell how much time has passed, and I think that's part of it. I think that was kind of on purpose. It actually comes up later in the, the series they, to bring up the fact that they don't know how long it's been, that nobody knows how long it's been. Man. Like even people who are keeping track like would lose a day or two or something like that. So they they really have no way of knowing exactly what that is. Which, I mean, I don't think anyone would, really. I would just make things up like, God, oh, it's every day. It's Christmas. I, w- I would hope my phone still works. Because <laughs> I would need, it, I would need my... my uh, what kind of text messages is this? Your daughter is a carpet biter. I know exactly what type of message it is. I don't even have a daughter. I have a bunny. That's who she's talking. Your, your, your rabbit's a rug launcher. Mm. <laughs> you have a lesbian rabbit. That's awesome. <laughs> your rabbits swing. They don't care. <laughs> All right, so they're obviously leaving the camp. Uh, I probably in this next episode, Matthew knows something because he reads, so you can't comment. I could be completely wrong. You could because it is rumors, I guess. The spoilers are reading, but I don't want to know because if they're right, I'll be angry that I know about it. Yeah, I don't even watch the next episode previews. I only watch them on AMC, which only shows you that little bit. I don't. I don't know. I cha- as soon as the uh, the closing credits come on, I change the channel. All right, so you probably don't want me telling me, telling nope. me what I saw. Same thing with Boardwalk Empire. I do the same thing. I, I don't watch what's. I, I'd like to kind of be surprised in this case. Which I was never like that before. Like, Venture Brothers, I watched every trailer for everything. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so without saying anything more than I've already said about what they're showing in the next episode, they're seems like they're leaving the camp soon, which, I mean, it's probably a good move, obviously. Wow. <laughs> just that would kind of have to. Um, but again, I think it's a little sooner. Uh, really, I mean, how do you think now... W- w- our update, our weekly update, how this series is going to end, or this season's going to end. 
Uh, oh, what, we got two episodes left? We got two episodes yeah. left. We've already had four, four that we know of, four human kills from zombies that we don't know if they've been taken care of or so they may come back as zombies, which was the only one that really would. I think Ed, because no one, no one, I think, checked on Ed yet, according to what we've seen thus far. Yeah. So Ed could be a, a one that comes back as a zombie that Carol, I think, will have to maybe enjoy shooting him in the head. Yeah. I think that that would be actually a really cool scene to see, like, the happy expression she has on, in shooting him. Yeah. But, I, you know, then again, she was upset that Shane beat the shit out of him, so I don't know if she she could do it. Battered wife syndrome. Have you ever been beaten? No. Can't say that I have. I have. Ha- you have? So you would so so you would be happy to shoot someone that turned into a zombie? No. You? you don't want to shoot Sarah. No. <laughs> she, she beats you? She beats me. <laughs> I'm sorry for that, sir. What about Frankie? Frankie beats me, too. Yeah. You love him just as much, don't you? I do. All right, so... Uh, I, I, I can't really say where this series is going right now, like how it's going to end, because it's, it's, I think now, at this episode, it's now taking a turn, a wide turn from what the comic is. So I don't know what story they're getting to next as far as the comic is concerned, if they're even going to get to one soon. I think they're, they're honestly, I think season one is going to end in this whole new story. <laughs> Sorry, uh, we'll we'll edit that out, Sarah, so no one else knows. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think with this, there's a possibility maybe they'll come to the farm before the end of the season. Since they're leaving, this ep- if if you, they do leave the camp the next episode, it's entirely the possible. Thing is, is they've got no reason to go to the camp if Shane doesn't die. But he's not going. But, but I'm sorry, sorry to think more and more he's not going. No, to. I mean, no, wait, yeah, they do. Carl get shot. Yeah, no. but, but the, 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 and they're not even. And that might not the, even be the same. I thing. think I think yeah. Shane's character is going to be different now that there was a whole bunch of zombies there. I don't think he's going to be about let's stay here. I think now that the whole camp was in danger, I think he'll be about leaving now. Thing, no, this is the really thing. Know. You the more know. episodes that happen, the more you see Shane isn't actually a bad leader. No, no. In the in the, the in the show. Like, him and Rick could both be good leaders, but they're just kind of slightly different uh, approaches to it. Exactly. And, yeah. and sh- like I said, Shane's going to be around for a long time, I think, still, storyline-wise. He'll be around for probably until at least midway through next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and they're going to be uh, they're going to be off out that... I, I'd be shocked if they're anywhere near that camp by then. So Shane's involved in stories that we don't know about or, or that are altered from the comic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for the next one. I think, and Nicholas, probably something we talked about off air, but uh, since we can't, we couldn't really seclude what I wanted to do for the season finale party, but we might do it here and have a few people here and do kind of the same thing that we were going to do, pre-show mm-hmm. podcast. Matthew had a, a, an idea that I don't want to say yet, but we'll tell you off air. Zombie dance party? Yes. <laughs> but uh, if, if you can, <laughs> if you can make it, let me know, and we'll we'll do the show Sunday night instead of Monday night here. So I'll be thrown out. Oh, next week, um, we're starting a little later, right? Next week, yes. Next week, if uh, you watch us live, we're not starting at seven p.m. on the dot. We're starting at about seven fifteen p.m. That? I work late. I oh. get done work till six forty-five, so it's gonna be a stretch. For next week's my birthday. Next happy week is birthday, so happy free birthday. Next Monday will be my birthday, so everybody should tune in and wish me happy birthday. Give me presents. I like free. We'll set up like a pay- we'll, we'll set up a, a Amazon.com gift cards. Yeah, there we go. We'll 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 throw an address up that you can send them to. Nipple pictures. I want to buy Rock Band three, and I'm just poor and can't afford it. 
right, so let's uh, wrap up. We we kind of ran out of time. We don't have much time to talk about anything in the comic world, which really isn't much. Yeah, Great. Batman's anyway. awesome. The ba- uh, have they any news on the on? Are you saying Batman in Batman comics? comics. Yeah, not, not the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you, you we can talk about Batman next week if we have time. If you want, I'll give that to you. Uh, you, real quick, did you see? Did you guys see the new newest trailer for the Green Hornet? Yep. Yeah. Looks cool. You guys, see, I'm I'm shocked at how good that movie looks. Better. I think that's gonna be better than the Green Lantern. Michelle Gondry. I like everything that dude's done. So he did Eternal Sunshine. How do, you, how do you feel about it, Matthew? I like it. Did you see the Cowboys and Aliens trailer? I did. I did. That that's looks, hot. That looks that's awesome. Mad hot. I see that yet? No, that looks the good. first. The, the beginning of it is just Daniel Craig throwing shit down on people. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking them up like. Bond style, but in the old west. Oh, and you know what? You didn't even want, you you don't want to do this on air for for Sarah. She's gonna beat you later. Oh, no. <laughs> this week is Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving, yes. And, Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, my girlfriend and my roommate's birthday. Wow, there's a lot of birthdays going down. Because so everybody's fucking in February. <laughs> mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Fuckers. Nine months later, November. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday to Sarah. Happy Enjoy. birthday to Nicholas. Jordan. Happy birthday to Jordan. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at twitter.com backslash WDZomcast. That's Z-O-M-B-C-A-S-T. Make sure you follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Zomcast. Make sure you check out uh, some friends of ours, About 12 Minutes, at about12minutes.com. That's about one, two, the numbers, minutes.com. Check out some other friends of ours, Citation Needed at cn.black-ring.net. Make sure you check out uh, Matthew and Nicholas's band, Robots and Race Cars, yes. at a brand, I don't know, it's not really brand new anymore, but brand new website, robotsandracecars.net. Yes. Bitches. Make sure you check out the Stabcast, another show I co-host. It's on every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at stabcast.com or stickham.com backslash stabcast. And you can check out the other show on our radio network here, the Happy Hour Show at hhwst.net and it's live every Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on stickham.com backslash hhwst and we'll be back here next Monday at 7.15 p.m. stickham.com backslash hhwst bitches bitches and kids this has been a That's Entertainment Podcast Network podcast looking for more podcasts about pop culture TV and film and other entertainment find all our shows on thatentertains.com slash network